Greetings, everyone. Master Grogan here, ready to rock your world with another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. Hey, as you know, we talk about it a lot. Not if, but when the world kicks your butt. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and kick your butt back up. And that's the whole essence of the Kickin' Life podcast, to help you live your best kickin' life. So buckle up. Here we go. Hey, Kicking Lifers out there, how are we doing today? Master Grogan coming at you with another exciting Kicking Life podcast. As a reminder, if you haven't downloaded our uh, previous episodes, get on it. This, folks, is episode number 120. That's 120. Yeah, I can't believe it either. And uh, we've always got new friends subscribing and downloading and sharing, and I cannot thank you enough, really, from not only the bottom of my heart, the middle, the top, my whole heart. I thank you so very much for taking time out of your busy day to listen in. I promise you, with everything I am, I'm going to give you everything I've got to help you live your best kick in life. And what is kick in life for our new friends? Kick in life is all about me doing everything I can to help bullyproof you. And bullyproof, what that means is you're going to inside. That starts from the inside. You're going to feel good about yourself. I'm going to lift you up and inspire you and do everything I can because life's rough and tough. It's going to knock us down. It's going to kick our butts because that's what it does. I'm here to help power you, to get you back up. And a kicking life is better than just a good life, better than just a great life, better than just an awesome life. It's a kicking life, man. You're kicking butt, taking names. That's what kicking life's all about. So there we go. So as always, new friends, thank you so very much. Old friends, thank you so very much for continuing to subscribe, download, and share with others. And thanks for all the positive reviews and the feedback. Man, it touches my heart. And if you haven't given us a feedback, please do so. We love those five-star reviews. And that just goes to share, uh, show others what the show is all about so it continues to grow. And you know our mission here. Our mission is helping parents to be their absolute very, very best. And even if you're not a parent, it's helping you be your personal best by empowering kids, empowering adults, by empowering others to be their absolute personal best, to believe in themselves, to stand up for others, to stand up to bullying, to stand out in the crowd, to live your best kick in life. And what is that? how does that help society? Well, what it does is it makes society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. And when society is happier and healthier, they're not going around shooting up schools. They're not hurting each other. They're not bullying one another, which, of course, makes things safer. And that's inevitably our mission, our goal, our passion. So what are we talking about today? Man, I'm pumped today. Now, truth be told, <laughs> I had a whole different show wrote out. So I'm going to tease you about a future show. It's uh, God Built You for Greatness. God did not make any mistakes. There's no God didn't make any rejects. Now, in other words, God didn't go through and stamp forehead saying approved, 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 reject, reject. No, no, no. God built every single one of us for greatness. That's what I was going to talk about today. But I'm going to have to tease you. We're going to hold that for another week or so because what I've got today was it's amazing how sometimes things pop up. We've got a couple students at the academy, and those who don't know, we've got Grogan's uh, Martial Arts Academy here in Edwardsville. Fantastic. The same message I talk about on this podcast is the same message that we talk about and instill in the kids. And I'm a big believer in the three-legged table. And a three-legged table is, is what every human being has made, the physical side, the mental side, and the spiritual, and spiritual slash emotional. It's just we all have emotions, and we all have a driving spiritual force, regardless of what that is. I'm a born-in Christian. I believe in God. Um, and that's what I talk about a lot. But I know others out there are not, and that's okay. 
I don't want you getting turned off on the show just because we may have a different spiritual belief. My thing is all about being a very good person inside and knowing that, you know, karma, <laughs> it comes around and we got to answer to somebody kind of at the end of the day or the end of our life. So three-legged table, the physical, the mental, and like I said, the spiritual. So the show today is, what is a master? Now I've got, uh, like I mentioned, two of our students have been with me since they were kids. Now they're in their 20s. <laughs> when I say kids, I'm talking eight, nine years old. Now they're in their 20s. So I'm honored they've been with me this long and they're key members and key players, uh, a part of the team at the academy and doing so many, so many great things. Well, anyway, they're kind of in preparation training for their fourth degree, fourth degree black belt, which is considered kind of a master's rank because you're mastering the skill of moving on. Now, it's more than just the physical development. <clears throat> it's the, like I mentioned before, the mental, the spiritual development, and the leadership qualities. Leadership is all about how not only you lead others, but how you help others grow. Leadership is not pushing down. Now, fortunately, we've got too many leaders in the world today that take that as a form of kind of dictatorship. Now, that's not a leader at all. That's a dictator. Huge difference. A leader is all about lifting and uh, educating and sharing wisdom and knowledge to lift others up to be their very best. A true leader or a true master, and this is just what I've learned in my nearly, <laughs> I guess it's close to 40 years in martial arts now, and uh, all the, I don't know how many books I've read, how much traveling and research, and surrounding myself with other empowered people to help educate me to be my absolute very best so I can continue to share that knowledge with others. Yeah, and uh, one of my favorite quotes of all times, and those that listen to the show all the time, you know it, it's from Socrates. All I know is I know nothing. Yeah, and that falls right in line with our number one black belt principle, which we're going to talk about our black belt principles in a minute here. Our number one black belt principle is humility. So anyway, today's show, as I circle back around, <laughs> what is a master? Now, if you look up the definition, and I, I would have did that for us, looked it up here, it's on my phone. What is a master? And I just did a simple Google search, and it comes up, you know, a man in charge of an organization. It shouldn't say a man, just should say a person in charge of an organization. Uh, a person who has people working below them, a person that's shown great skill and proficiency, you know, a person of principle. And then it goes on to talk about, uh, obviously, like a master's degree. And a master's degree is, uh, you know, a degree of higher learning. It's kind of an, another step beyond the bachelor's degree. And all those are fine and dandy. But what I think a master is, and what I want out of our, my students that are, you know, moving on beyond first, second, third degree black belt into kind of the master's rank, I want them to be, and this is what Master Grogan, and people say, oh, you're a master. Well, hold, hold tight before you judge me. I use that title as I'm a master learner. I'm a master grower. And what am I? I'm learning everything I can to help myself grow to be the very best I can, but I'm also a master growing and growing students and growing kids, growing adults to be respectful, to have honor, to have integrity to have discipline, to have courtesy, to be brave, to have humility. That's what I'm growing. And that's what I, uh, that's what I like to think is my ultimate goal, is to be a master grower. But I've got to be a master learner first. And then martial arts, everybody starts off a white belt. Regardless what style, what system, white is the beginning rank. And what is white? White is all about, it, essentially, it's the season of, of winter. It's fresh fallen snow. It's beauty. It's untouched, full, uh, innocent, ready to absorb knowledge. And you're like, what does snow have to do with knowledge? Well, it's just kind of a blank canvas. 
Think of it that way. Waiting to have something drawn on it. Now think about a baby that's born into this world. That baby is a blank canvas waiting to have, hopefully, <laughs> some beautiful drawn on that canvas. But unfortunately, you know, some kids are born into not very great situations. And that canvas is ruined right from the get-go. Now, it doesn't mean it's bad. We can change that canvas. We can clean that canvas. And the same thing with you. If you've had a, a, a rough childhood or a rough life, maybe you've been subject of abuse. Maybe you've been a victim. That's horrible. It is. But here's the deal. If you want to move on, and I just had this talk with a student last night, if you want to move on to be your absolute very, very best, as hard as it may be, you've got to leave that stuff in the past. In other words, if you're in your 20s or 30s and you've been victimized, man, my heart goes out to you. It really, truly does. But you're also a warrior that's underneath that. You're going to battle through that. You're going to change that canvas. It's not going to be easy, but you can do it. Because essentially, if you're in your 20s or 30s, you've got another 50 to 60 years to live. You don't want to live the next 50 to 60 years with that victim mindset, that victim mentality. And some of you are probably saying, oh, yeah, well, easy for you to say. Yeah, it's easy for me to say. I get it, though. I truly do. I've had my share of troubles. I've had my share of problems. But I've chose to battle through. It's sort of like weeds in a garden. If you just let the weeds go, they're going to continue to grow out of control. I'm telling you, you're better than that. I want you. I'm hitting you with the right hook of reality. I want you to be your absolute very, very best, to be your personal best. But in order to do that, you got to turn the page, baby. Turn the page to be your best. Say, today is going to be my day. Have that mindset. So back to the thing on what is a master? A master is that attitude right there, helping others. Yes, sympathize with people that need it, but also be a good enough friend or good enough leader, a good enough master, good enough parent to let the kid know, okay, there, there was a time for kind of crying. There was a time for reflecting. There was a time for sympathizing. Now let's move on. I know it's not easy. I'm not going to sit here and, you know, hey, suck it up, buttercup. And that's bull crap. I'm not going to do that. But I am going to say I want you to live your very, very best. And it all starts with one little step, one little step toward mastering yourself. And that could be meditating. I know a lot of people don't meditate. Man, just taking five to ten minutes to shut down, shut that, you know, think about it. If you had to reboot your computer, well, you reboot it because it gets moving so slow. Well, same thing with your computer, your mind. That's a computer. That's actually obviously far more sophisticated than any computer on the planet. Shut that baby down. Now, I don't have five minutes. We all do. Set alert on your, your, your phone for uh, maybe five minutes before lunch or five minutes after lunch or spend five less minutes on social media. That's your five minutes. And then maybe bump it up to 10 minutes. <clears throat> Clearing that mind. Restarting that computer. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's so, so, so powerful. And that's taking control of mastering your life. So anyway, back to the martial arts with the white belt. White belt is innocence, kind of like fresh falling snow. It's a blank canvas to paint on. Now, as you progress in different styles, the different colors in the belts change. Essentially, it goes from the lightest, which is the white, to the darkest, which is kind of more an advanced rank. And the, the kind of mindset or philosophy behind that is, as the colors continue to darken, continue to richen in color, you become richer with knowledge, with wisdom, with technical value, with skill. As they continue to darken, you continue to grow. And as that growth continues to happen, you're kind of moving through the seasons, moving through the ranks. And it almost started off at the winter time, and then you go to the spring, and uh, the, it, 
with our system here, we've got the winter is the white belt, and then we move on to the yellow belt, which is essentially the when the snow has kind of melted and you're left with kind of a yellowish tint in the uh, on the ground. And then that goes on to kind of an orange. Once again, the color, a little brighter, little, a little more color there. And then it goes on to the springtime, which is green. The spring, which turns into the summer, kind of a green. The trees have leaves on them. They're green. It's all starting to flourish and to blossom. The grass is green. So as the techniques begin to sharpen, as the mind begins to sharpen, yeah, as the spirit becomes more, uh, more of a warrior mindset, yeah, I'm bullyproof inside. I feel good about myself, but yet I feel good enough that I don't need to bully somebody else. I'm going to help others. That's being a martial artist. Then it moves on to the red color, and the red is kind of the fall, the harvest season, and the harvest season means the crops are ready to be harvested. You're at that prime. You're ready to go. You got that burning desire, and then that moves on to the essentially it was a it's kind of a midnight blue, which is a passive, a calm, and and in the states it's mostly black belt, and that's fine. We've got a, uh, two sections. We go to midnight blue for first degree, and then for second degree black belt it's actually a black belt. That's just how we do it. Here's the problem with, the, with, with a lot of martial artists and a lot of people in life. Maybe once they've graduated high school or college or they get settled in a job, they think that's the end of the line. A lot of times people have a pinnacle of reaching black belt, and that's the end of the line. First degree black belt, the Korean term is chodan. Chodan. And what chodan stands for is beginner level. Beginner level. It's like, wait a minute. I've been training for almost six years just to get to a beginner level? Yes, you have. Because if you've been growing this whole time, now you're learning with the growing. It was almost like you've been fed all these different techniques and these philosophies and this knowledge and this wisdom on how to act, how to be the best person you can be. Now you get that belt around your waist. Now the real learning begins. That's not when it's over. But unfortunately, kind of parallel with uh, sometimes people graduate high school or college and never read another book again. They have never taken another step to growth. They get a good job, which is great, but then they become complacent. That's not living your best kick in life. If you're complacent at first degree, that's not living your best kick in life. I want you to move forward, self-educate, to be the best you can be. You're given one life. That's it. Just one. Make it the best possible life. So as we continue to move on, a lot of times uh, when the, well, we, we drive this home, so our students get it because they have to write uh, the, the, the amount of work that I we require our students to do, not only the physical, but the mental, and like I said, the spiritual as well. They've got to journal, you know, what they've been listening to, what kind of input they've been putting in their mind, what they've been reading, what random acts of kindness they're doing for, you know, their family and the community. Yeah, and then they got to write an essay over their journey. So my whole goal is to keep that learning mindset going. Because black... Unfortunately, in Asia is a sign of perfection. And once you think you've perfected life, essentially you're dead. Regardless if your physical body's still living or not. Mentally, if I've, you've got this all figured out, I know everything. Man, you're, you're dead to the world. You can't learn anymore. So, Chodan, beginner level. Master's rank, which like I said, I've, this is, I actually technically, when did I start? Oh my gosh, this will be my 40th year. I'll be 49 this year. <laughs> Holy smokes. <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. But wow. So anyway, martial arts, that's a long time. I've been teaching for 30-something years. Even before I had an academy there, I was still teaching and educating. So anyway, I made the master's rank years ago in Korea. But uh, And I, I'll be honest, I didn't have the, the right master's mindset at that time. 
but now I'm continuously working on it. It's a master learner. And that's exactly what I want for everybody else. I want you to be the master of your life, but be a master learner so you can be the best parent, so you can be the best teenager, you can be the best 20-year-old, 30-year-old, be the best employee, be the best business owner, be the best spouse, be your absolute very best, master your life. So in a nutshell, what is a master? Well, a master is someone who constantly seeks knowledge, seeks opportunities to grow, seeks opportunities to help out others. That's a master. A master sees something and is able to kind of, especially from the physical standpoint, sees a form or a young or kata. Sometimes people call forms katas. And, and all that is is a series of motions put together. But you see those motions. You see them as one flowing harmonious form. But you also need to analyze and break them down to see what each motion could be used for in a practical, combative situation instead of mindlessly just going through the motions. Now, those that aren't in martial arts, think about your job. If you're just constantly mindlessly going through the job, going through the motions, and you've, you've hit a wall, do some research, do something to get better. And it doesn't take a whole lot nowadays to stand out in the crowd. You know, Jim Rome once said, and this was years ago, he said, hey, at, at, at McDonald's, they'll pay you four bucks an hour to show up. If you whistle while you're at work and you take out the trash with a smile, they'll give you an extra dollar. Now, of course, that was years ago, but that's just paraphrasing what he had said. Well, same thing today. You do that little extra, and you have the attitude of not what, what have they done for me lately. It's the attitude of I'm helping myself be the very best person because I'm a master myself. Then the, people are going to notice. And maybe your initial boss isn't going to notice, but by conditioning yourself to master yourself, be the master of your own life, all these little things are going to add up, and someone's going to notice somewhere along the line. And even if they don't right away or if ever, it's the person you're becoming. You're becoming a better person. You're going to feel better about yourself. You're going to become a better parent. You're going to feel better about the reflection in the mirror. You're going to see that person in the mirror and know that you gave your absolute very, very best, which leads on to another show that I'm going to do. Uh, I don't know, not on this one, but this is going to be another future show. It's Attitude Drives Effort. And the whole part of that is, did I bring my very best today? Was I the very best I could be today? That's a, that's a simple question to ask yourself. Is it, 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 just because something's simple and easy doesn't mean it's simple and easy to do. Why? Because it's simple and easy not to do. That's why. Sort of like, uh, uh, it's, it's been asked countless times, well, all this stuff you talk about, you say it's so simple. If it's so simple, why aren't more people doing it? Well, the answer is because it's so simple not to do it. Think about it. We've all probably got some piece of exercise equipment sitting somewhere in our house. Now, it's simple just to go get on that thing, and if it's a bike or a treadmill, <clears throat> ride that thing for five minutes. That's simple. Just jump on there and do it. But it's just as simple to walk on by and throw a, a shirt on there and make it a laundry basket, right? You feel me? Of course you do. Of course you do. We can all relate to those things. So circle on back. What is a master? A master is a master learner. You're picking things apart. You're constantly seeking improvement. You're working the mind because it's similar to a muscle. The more you work it, the more it feeds on that. It wants more. Just like when you go to the gym and you work your muscles, you hammer the weights out, right? Or you get on the treadmill, you're working your legs, you're burning fat, helping your body feel real good. You're working those muscles. Well, let's not forget to work the, the mental muscle as well. Work that computer in our mind. And along with that, what's the third leg? You got to work that spiritual side. And like I said, I'm a born again Christian. I believe in God. I pray every single day. I read the Bible every single day. If that's not for you, that's, that's fine. That's fine. 
but just realize in order to master yourself, you've got to realize there's more than you in this world. There's more than you in this universe. And what's the biggest thing that holds most folks back? And it's something that held me back for years, the little three-letter word. And that three-letter word, man, oh, man, it can crush kingdoms. It can crush people. It can crush families. It can crush relationships. It can crush the world. And in a sense, that three-letter word is doing that in today's day and age. What's that three-letter word? E-G-O. Ego. Ego. That little three-letter word that is, can be so destructive. And what I mean by that is, I wrote an article not too long ago for uh, Martial Arts Magazine, and it was humility versus ego. Our number one black belt principle is humility. Both can't survive. It's almost like the two wolves inside of us. The wolf of fear and the wolf of faith. The wolf of fear is the ego wolf. The wolf, 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 listen to me tongue-tied. The wolf of faith is the humility wolf. Whichever one you feed is the one that's going to grow. I like to think ego is an acronym for edging God out or edging greatness out. Meaning, hey, I got all this. That's that ego mindset. What I say about an ego mindset, what's, how it can destroy uh, relationships, is you can never admit you're wrong. It's all, it's his fault. It's her fault, but she made me do it. Also, if you're wrong about something, admit it. Say, I'm sorry and move on. Don't hold on to that ego because all that's doing is strengthening that ego. You're no longer mastering yourself. You are being mastered by the ego. You can't live your best kick in life being mastered by something. In other words, uh, in, in, in anything in life, check the ego. If you're wrong about it, say you're wrong about it. I promise by moving forward, you're going to be so much better because you're leaving that ego in the past. You're not being mastered by your ego. You are now mastering yourself. And once again, that starts, that's our number one black belt principle, humility. And we got a little phrase with our black belt principles. And I'm going to share these with you because this is all part of mastering yourself or what is a master, you know, a continual learner. Someone's constantly seeking wisdom and knowledge. Someone's constantly seeking ways to help better them so they can pass that knowledge on to someone else to help them become better. Whether it be your kids, whether it be if you're a teacher, all your kids in the classroom. Maybe you don't have any kids, but you still you have an impact. Anytime you go out in society, you have an impact. That smile you give, the way you hold the door, you let somebody out in traffic. Just being nice, bringing some sunshine into somebody's world. Because we never know. We never know the battles that others are fighting. We always think, oh, well, we get all wrapped up in our world. I get it. It's a whiffum society. What's in it for me? The heck with everybody else. I don't want you to step outside that. Step outside that proverbial round hole that everybody else is in. Be better than that. As Rocky says, you're better than that. <laughs> and you are. You are. We've all got our problems. And I've said this countless times. If we took all our problems and threw them in a big pile, Man, you probably want your problems back. You'd say, "Woo, well, I thought I had it rough until I saw your problems. Holy smokes, you keep yours. I'm going to go ahead and take mine back. My life's not as bad as I thought it was. And, then, of course, you got others say, yeah, you don't understand my life. No, that's ego talking. Everybody's got it rough. It's just a matter of what you tend to focus on. The old saying, I thought I had it bad because I had no shoes until I met a man who had no feet. Yeah. Wow. I know, bang, that's that right hook of reality. You knew it was coming. 
So anyway, back to our black belt principles. Number one is humility. And we, what we do is at the end of class, we always have the students say the black belt principles. But then along with that, uh, every month we have a different focus word, and it's one of the black belt principles. And like humility was in January. Let's say humility is, and here's our little short definition of humility, keeping an open mind and putting others first. <laughs> kind of said it like we do in class. Humility is keeping an open mind and putting others first. And I'll say, keeping an open mind and putting others first is what? And the kids will say, humility, yeah. But anyway, it's a focus word. It kind of refocuses them, brings them back in, but it's also helping them master themselves, helping them learn and master <clears throat> the definition, our, our kind of definition of humility. And obviously, there, for these definitions we have, there's countless other definitions. If you look it up, you know, sometimes <laughs> a word you look up, there's pages of different interpretations or definitions. What I tried to do with when we created these is put the simplest ones that applied to our philosophies, our values, and what would really impact the kids and adults. But the good majority of our audience is kids, and uh, obviously the parents are there too, and that's kind of our mission. We've got a heck of an adults class, so if you're an adult, come on down. We'll definitely get you going with that. But our biggest base is kids, and the parents are there. So it's our goal to help the parents with the tools and the knowledge and empower the kids so collectively working together. So number one is humility, and that's keeping an open mind and putting others first. Number two, which is the one we're celebrating this month, is courtesy. And courtesy is being polite and having a positive attitude. Yeah, all kids can relate to that. Courtesy, being polite and having a positive attitude. And we do the exact same thing with it. We'll say the word, we'll say the definition, and we'll say the definition and ask him what the word is. Back and forth, planting that seed in their, in their minds helping them master themselves. And think about it, with humility, admitting you know, you're wrong, admitting you don't know everything, and then being courteous on top of that, wow, that's a good one-two punch. And that's just the first two. The third one is bravery. Bravery is overcoming fear and doing your best. So we have the kids say, what is bravery? Overcoming fear and doing my best. Yes, it is. Overcoming that fear. And what, what is that fear? Maybe you are in a bad relationship. Maybe you have been humble. Maybe you have been courteous but yet the relationship's not getting any better. Well, bravery is overcoming that fear and doing your best to get yourself in a better situation, whatever that may be. Maybe you've been victimized. Bravery is, is overcoming your fear and doing your best to move on beyond that, to turn that page, to start a new canvas. That's bravery. And I call those are the three mindset ones. So humility, courtesy, and bravery are kind of the three mindsets. The core four is what I like to call the middle four here. The middle four are honor, integrity, discipline, and respect. Those are the core four because those are our core four values. Everything we do at the academy, every decision we make revolves around these core four, meaning we're going to do everything we can to create the best possible experience. We're going to do everything we can to do that. We're going to do everything we can to help the kids learn, the parents learn, as long as it stays within our core four values, meaning kids are going to earn their belt. There is no free trophy. There is no free belt. There is no everybody gets it. You get what you earn. But we base the earning on attitude and effort. Have your very best attitude and then put forth your very best effort. Some kids are multi-talented. Some kids aren't. But everybody can have the attitude that I want to do my best and then the effort to actually do their best. And they don't, we're not, they're not in competition with anybody else. It's a beautiful thing. So why am I sharing all this with you? One, it's great parenting tips to share with your kids. Two. Think about how this can help you in your life, everything you do. So anyway, the, the core four, honor, integrity, discipline, respect, it has to stay within it. So in other words, someone comes in and says, well, I think my kid needs to be a black belt in a year. Well, I'm sorry that, that 
you know, we want to do what we can to help, but this is not the right place for you. Maybe I can find the right place for you. Because our academy, it's going to take the better part of five and a half to six years. Holy cow. Well, we're, we're molding, we're conditioning, we're building. It does not happen overnight. You plant the seed today, you're not getting the harvest tomorrow. It takes some time. So anyway, to honor our first one, being honest and fair to yourself. That's the definition we gave. Now, of course, there's limitless definitions for honor, but that's the one we gave, honor. Being honest and fair to yourself. And essentially what I'm talking about with honor there is, is honoring yourself to always do your best, to be brave enough to do your best, to be courteous to others, and to be humble. You just kind of see how they work back into themselves? Yeah. The next one's integrity. Always doing the right thing. Always doing the right thing. And always being polite. Always helping others. Always being respectful to yourself. Always doing your absolute very, very best. Of course, another definition of integrity is doing the right thing regardless of the consequence. And a lot of times, integrity, you're standing out by yourself. That's all right. It's always doing the right thing. Once again, we're pumping these thoughts and planting these seeds in these kids' head. One, what's the name of the show? This show today, what is a master? And a master is someone who has mastered all these things. But also, once you think you've mastered them, remember number one, humility, knowing there's always more to learn, being a master learner. That is my definition of a master. Moving on, past integrity is honesty, telling the truth and being trustworthy. That's a big one. For the kiddos, of course, telling the truth and being trustworthy. What in the world does that mean? <laughs> well, it means not only just telling the truth, but being trustworthy, you're telling it for a reason. Difference between tattling and telling, right? Yeah. And discipline, respect. Oop, I stuck honesty in there. I'm sorry. That's one of the cores that build in to, <laughs> to, honest, uh, to uh, integrity and discipline. It's kind of a, a, a gap between our actual eight. I should have done this first. It's humility, courtesy, bravery, honor, integrity, discipline, respect, and perseverance. But in order to fill up the 12 months is what we do, focus words. I uh, snuck honesty in there as well. So, uh, so you got a bonus. Anyway, moving on to discipline. Discipline is listening and following directions. I'm laughing at myself here. <laughs> uh, listening and following directions. Yeah, listening. Why? Well, you need to know what, what you're supposed to do. Not tuning mom and dad out. Mom and dad, you can share this with your kids. But also, parents, discipline is listening to your kids, not tuning them out, and then helping them follow directions. And, of course, it works its way back up the line there. You know, if you're disciplined, following directions, your integrity, your honor, your bravery, your courtesy, your humility, all the way back up. And then on to respect. Respect is treating others with kindness. Treating others with kindness. That's respect. Most importantly, though, is treating yourself with respect. The reason there's so much disrespect in the world is because there's so little self-respect. If, person, if a person doesn't have respect for themselves, there's no way in the world they're going to respect somebody else. Respect. We pound those in. Like I said, those are our core four. Honor, integrity, discipline, and respect. And, of course, I snuck honesty in there, which is kind of a balance between, uh, between those. And I kept the Blackwell principles at eight, um, simply because when I, we broke them down there, I had the three mindsets, which is uh, humility, courtesy, and bravery, the core four, which is honor, integrity, discipline, and respect. And then the last one sets all by itself. And it has to set by itself. And the truth be told, when I kind of put this list together, and it was, uh, and you, <laughs> you can ask our instructors, I switched it around countless times because it just didn't feel right. And it was pretty much the ones in the middle. The first two I came up with was the first one, which is humility. And this last one I'm going to talk about in a minute. Those were the bookmarks. Those were the bookends. 
And I thought those are the ones that keep everything else in, inside. Now, the others, I had to kind of switch around a little bit. The other six, if you will. Because I just didn't want to have the right placement, wanted to have the right message. I wanted to make sure they fed off of each other. So there was quite an extensive study done to, to, to get these where they are. I feel good about them now. I mean, in fact, I feel great about them now. As a matter of fact, <laughs> part of all the black belt tests, they have to define what these are and what it means to them. And especially for our students who are going for the master's rank, they have to dive in deep with all these and really dissect what this means to them, how they can apply this to their life to make and help them live their best kick in life. But most importantly, how can they remain and continue to be a master learner? That's what it's all about. So in case you haven't got the gist of the show, what is a master? Being a master learner. Yeah, there it is. All right, last one. I've held you suspense long enough. Perseverance. Perseverance. And perseverance is battling through and never giving up. Now, the reason I said I made those uh, humility and then now I've given you perseverance is the last one as the book ends because everything starts with being humble. If you're not humble, if your ego is running your life, you're never, you're never going to grow. So all the rest, nothing else matters. Because if you're egotistical, you're, never, you're probably not going to be as courteous as, as you should be. You're not going to be brave enough because ego's running your life. You're not going to have honor, integrity, discipline, and respect simply because you're not going to know how because, once again, you're being mastered by ego. And then perseverance, well, you're not humble enough, and uh, um, you're never going to feel the need to persevere because your ego's going to tell you it's always somebody else's fault. It's not my fault. I didn't. He made me do it. She did it. Well, you don't understand my life. That's ego. That's living the victim card. Get rid of it. Humility is number one, and everything builds off of that. And perseverance is the last one. The reason it's the last one, that's the foundation. That's the supporting tool that holds everything up. And without that perseverance, without that solid foundation, everything else crumbles. What I mean by that is perseverance is the last one that holds it up because when, not if, but when, Life kicks your butt as it's going to. It's going to knock you down. Or as Rocky says, it's going to beat you to your knees and keep you there if you let it. It's going to happen. I'd love to lie to you and say it's not, but it is. It's never fun. But when you're knocked down, you're faced with a choice. Do I sit there? Do I lay there and cry about it? And if you need time, please. But just know the longer you're on the deck, the harder it is to get back up. The longer you lay there, the harder it is to get back up. But once you do get back up, once you decide, I am better than this, I am fighting through, I am a warrior, once you get back up, you have now added a layer to that foundation because your perseverance kicked in. So now that foundation, your perseverance is now a a, a layer stronger. It's thicker because when the next time you get knocked down, not if, but when, you're going to have another layer on there to get back up even quicker. And it may be much more of a battle. And I guarantee it's going to be because that's growing. You've grown. So in other words, a problem that knocked you down before, probably going to phase you now because you've grown from that. But you're solidifying that foundation. And that's what perseverance is all about. Think about this from a a universal kind of law perspective or with nature. If you leave anything outside in the grass, even if it's a car, in due time, the ground is going to eat the car. Think about it. Got a car left outside for a while. Before you know it, the ground is growing around it. It's essentially eating the car. Well, the same thing. The longer you lay on the deck, the longer you wallow in self-pity, the world will start to eat you, and it's going to be harder and harder and harder for you to get back up. Get back up. And there's fighters out there. You've all been knocked down before. You've all hit the deck before. You've all had setbacks before. And we've all had been tempted just to lay there and cry about it. 
Yeah, I have. I have laid there and cried about it. I've been bankrupt twice. Had my house foreclosed on, cars repossessed. I've been knocked unconscious more times than I can count. Every time that I had a choice, lay there and cry about it or get my butt back up. I've had, what, eight knee surgeries on my right knee. Eight. And you don't think I didn't think about giving up? I did. And I've had setbacks. I've had, you know, members of my family pass away. We've all had setbacks. We've all had challenges. But every time you get back up, you are solidifying that foundation. That's perseverance. And that's why it's the book it. So we've got the mindset three, if you will, humility, courtesy, and bravery, the core four, honor, integrity, discipline, and respect. And then the final one, it sets all by itself, but it's the foundation that holds them all up, and that's perseverance. Perseverance. Battling through and never giving up. Boom! Hey, like that. I was excited today. Excited to talk about that. And, and like I said, that's not the show I had initially planned out. But uh, on the way to the, the studio today, the recording studio, um, I had a, a conversation with a couple of students last night that are going for their master's rank. And uh, uh, they bat, they're they doing so phenomenal. I, I just, Nathan and Morgan, you guys are total rock stars. I'm so proud of you and so proud of the leadership that you have set. So proud of your perseverance. So proud of you, the way you not only live, but instill these black belt principles in your life and the way you pass them on to the kids, they're in their 20s, folks. And my son, Austin, give a shout out to him too. And well, I better give uh, Madeline and Emmett a shout out. <laughs> and the other instructors, we'll give Meredith a shout out and Daniel a shout out and Aiden, who's moving on up to intern instructor and then rock star Rachel. And of course, my beautiful wife, Desi, I'm just giving everybody a shout out for not only putting up with me, sweetheart, Desi, <laughs> but for, uh, for helping me move forward and achieve uh, the dreams and goals that we've set to, to make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. But uh, anyway, Austin's 18, and then Morgan and Nathan are in their 20s, but they have grown up, homegrown, so to speak, with the academy, and now they are spreading the positive message that we're doing to hundreds and hundreds of kids a week. It's fantastic. It really, really is. So good impact there. And, of course, you know, a little plug for the academy. If you've got a kid and you're in the Edwardsville, Glen Carbon, Granite City area, Bring the kiddos on by. The first class is completely free. After that, we got four weeks of 49 bucks to make sure it's a right fit for you. And if for some reason it's not a right fit, you know what? We want you to be happy. We want to make sure it's right for you. We want to make sure we do our very best to serve you. And if it's not a good match, not a good connection, we'll do our best to find a place that is. So there we go. That's how we run things, and that's why uh, uh, we're making a positive impact in the world. But most importantly, everything we do is based on the black belt principles. So the title of the show, What is a Master? Well, I think I've given you enough, but I want you to think about what makes you a master of what you're doing and a master of yourself, a master of your mind, a master of your emotions. Woo, that's a lot of stuff to master. And what am I? Yeah, I'm Master Grogan. I received that title in Korea back in 2003. Think about that for a minute. 2003, how many years ago was that? Somebody do the math for me. 16 years ago. Oh, my gosh. Ah, was it really 16 years ago? Holy smokes. That is crazy. Anyway, it is what it is. And that was after I don't know how many years in martial arts to get to that level. But it is what it is. But I'm looking at it now from a whole different point of view. It's a master learner. I'm learning to master the art of learning, to gain knowledge and wisdom to me my very, very best so I can master myself, master my emotions. Now, am I perfect? No. No, I, a lot of days I think I'm about the perfect screw-up. <laughs> I'm the master at messing up. But from those mess-ups, that's how I move forward. 
That's another thing. You learn from your failures on how to fix it and make it better. That's the perseverance. That's the perseverance. So, folks, as always, I cannot thank you enough for listening to the show, for sharing the show, for downloading the show, for sharing it with others. The five-star reviews are coming in. Thank you so very, very much for that. If there's something you want to hear me talk about on the show, please send it in. My goal is to help uh, empower you in any way I can. And what I've started, you know, and if those that follow on our, our social media pages, we've got on Facebook, it's Kicking Life with Master Grogan, and the same thing on Instagram, Kicking Life uh, dot Master Grogan. Also, I've got a group we started not too terribly long ago. It's called Bully Proof Our Kids with Master Grogan. And that page is phenomenal because all kinds of bullyproof tips and uh, pictures and suggestions and things to help empower the kids. So follow on all those pages, all those challenges. I've started a thing where I'm going to start doing uh, four to five videos a week, and they're going to be short little videos and then uh, two to three videos on YouTube, which are going to be much, much longer videos. And the same thing, it's uh, Kicking Life Master Grogan on all those channels. And it's, it's uh, going to be all about like a Motivate Monday, a Tuesday training tip. And the training tip's not just physical training, it's parenting tips as well. And uh, we got a Willpower Wednesday, a Thoughtful Thursday, and a Feel Good Friday. And then uh, I've got one I just did the other day. It's a Serenity Prayer Sunday. So just kind of remind everybody what the Serenity Prayer is. And uh, those that don't know what the Serenity Prayer is, is God, please grant me the serenity. Oh, <laughs> I almost forgot there. God, please grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. That's the Serenity Prayer. So please follow. Like I said, please share this. And, and please do your best to live your best kick in life, whatever that may be. And uh, we got a lot of folks in the martial arts community that follow. We got a lot of, I mean, I think it's almost a perfect balance between people in and out of the martial arts community that follow the show. And that's fantastic because that's exactly what I wanted. I didn't want to speak just to the martial arts crowd. I mean, they, they, they could definitely <laughs> hear the message and it kind of uh, reinstills what most of them already know. But my goal was to get outside the martial arts community and share the, the message with as many people as possible. Because believe it or not, not everybody takes martial arts. I know, crazy to me. But everybody can live or master their life, to live their best kick in life, regardless what you do, what form of work you're in, how many kids you have, if you have any kids, if you're married, if you're not married, it doesn't matter. We're all put on this planet with a special gift. And it's my goal to help empower you to realize that gift, empower you to be your personal best. Well, that's all I got for you today, folks. As always, thank you so, so very, very much. I truly appreciate it. And as I end every show, and I mean this, I really mean this. I love you. God loves you. Please share that love with the world. Please change somebody's life. Please change somebody's day. Please inspire somebody. Please live the black belt principles. And once again, humility, courtesy, bravery, honor, integrity, discipline, respect, perseverance. And our martial arts friends out there, if you want to borrow those, please feel free. I'm putting this stuff out here because I want collectively to share as much as I can to help, help the world become a better place. That's it. All right. Until we talk again, you get out there and do your best. And I promise you'll be your very best. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. I can't wait to chat with you again real soon. Have a blessed day, everybody. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. This is Master Rich Grogan, your Kickin' Life guru, reminding you you can find our podcast online at kickinlifepodcast.com or through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast. Tune in next week. Another exciting show coming your way. In the meantime, you get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. Talk to you real soon.
This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.